Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we are here until 11 o'clock. We are live, coming to you live from lovely East Hartford, Connecticut, from the hermetically sealed Tab Computer Systems Radio Studio, and uh, so the show's a little odd here as far as Matt's picking up the calls for us. We don't have the power of doing that, and we don't even know who's online, so we're communicating through other means to, to know who's online. So thank you for bearing with us if we have any kind of technical issues. We're, it's the first time we've ever done this in 25 years. First time. First time for everything, Bob. <laughs> but uh, let's get back to uh, Ron, who's in Florida. Still you there, Ron? Yes, I am. All right, so... We did some work here during the news break, and we're not positive if it's malware or not. Um, we, you know, there are some sites that talk about this in a malicious way. This HPQware. Um, other sites just simply say it's the HP. It's part of the HP Advisor, right? And that issues with this HP Advisor go back. I could find all the way back to 1991, right? So I guess the answer to you would be to have you, what, uninstall the advisor, Bob? Yeah, if you really want to get rid of it, uninstall the advisor and delete the folder. Okay. The other thought, though, before you start deleting things, run Malwarebytes. Do you have a Malwarebytes utility on your computer, Ron? No, I have WebRoot. WebRoot's a good antivirus, but um, Malwarebytes is what I use as a remediation tool for Malware if I get hit with it, which, by the way, I have not been hit with that any kind of malware on my computers since that day I turned it. I turned my uh, OpenDNS down to let my kid do a search for Japanese baseball players when he was in middle school. He's now <laughs> he's now uh, a junior level uh, at UConn. So if you use the right tools, you can prevent malware. But I would tell you to run malware bytes just to see if it the free version, just to see if they find anything. I don't think you're going to find anything. I just think it's a poorly written HP tool that we haven't really come across as any kind of problem. I mean, Bob's in here forever doing an HP install, so we haven't seen it as a malicious tool. So in your case, it just could be poorly written and taking up some files that you don't have to worry about at all. Uh, especially if it's if it comes back that Malwarebytes doesn't find it as malicious, I wouldn't start deleting anything. Leave it on there. It's not causing any problems then. Does that make sense? Well, except on my recovery disk, uh, should I include all of There's a there's thousands of files there. 
again, it could be a poorly written utility. Yeah. Um, thousands yeah. of files in a computer world really are nothing. Thousands, nothing. millions. I mean, NASA stuck petabytes of data out there. I, I couldn't even I couldn't even give you the, how many zeros uh, as far as how much data that is. So don't worry about it hey. if it's if it's not causing any trouble. Thank you. Another quick question, if I could. Yeah, sure. Oh, Open DNS. I finally got around to trying to configure it. Yeah. And I, and I looked up my router. I have a CenturyLink Technicolor. Oh, Technicolor. Okay. Technicolor, yeah. <laughs> and it says we don't support this one. Open DNS doesn't support it or something. Um, but during in the comments by users, there's one guy that said he finally figured out how to change the DNS lookup address on CenturyLink okay. 2100. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it involves... PPP0E with dynamic IP. Does that sound? Yeah. PPPOE. PPPOE. Right. But the thing is, you need to configure your your DHCP settings within that router, and that's obviously a a more difficult thing to do. Uh, Is that CenturyLink router coming from your Internet provider? Yes. Okay. So fighting the Internet provider might be more difficult than it's worth. You can put OpenDNS on your individual computers as well without dealing with the router. How many computers do you have in, in your home? Well, I have one computer and a couple, uh, one laptop and a couple of tablets. Okay. The laptop you can definitely protect by just adding OpenDNS's DNS IP information into your, your network settings on your computer. The laptops we really can't protect other than through the router. So you could also decide to pay for your own router rather than dealing with this CenturyLink Technicolor thing. Um, yeah. is, is there a way for you to go out and buy your, your own router? Oh, yeah. So if you think about that, you get a modem and then a separate router, and now you're in control and you can deal with your, your network as you see fit rather than it doing... It has to be a PP, PPOE router. It has to be able to... Uh, it's a DSL router, right. basically. You're not, you're not connecting very fast down there, Ron. No. <laughs> and CenturyLink is uh, like the company you know, yeah. that provides the Internet service down right. there. It's uh, similar to our frontier. Okay. So you need oh, a, yeah. Cen- yeah. a CenturyLink DSL modem and then a separate router is what I'd recommend. And then you could manage your router as, as you wish. And if you go ahead and look at um, computertalkwithtab.com, past links, I put a link up there as t- to a router that I like. Uh, might be a little overkill for you, but uh, it works really well. Okay. Otherwise, just configure the laptop or computer yourself on the on a PC side, and those OpenDNS instructions are out there. Have you looked at those? No, I haven't. Okay, check that before you start buying stuff, because you can definitely configure your your computer yourself. Okay. All right, Ron. Will do. All right, good luck. Thank you very much, guys. You're Take welcome. Yep, Bye-bye. you too. Bye-bye. We're going to go off to, uh, I guess, I'm not sure who's in order. Usually we try to go with who's online the longest, but I just write down what, what Matt's told Oh, right, we're going to go to Cindy next, who's on the road. Hey, Cindy. Hi, how are you, gentlemen? Good, how are you? Very good. I've been cable-free for many, many years, cut the cord many years ago, and at the time I had gotten a Mohu uh, antenna, and it's okay. starting to die. So mm-hmm. I was just wondering, what options, should I go with another Mohu again, or are there other options that are better? Just there are. Just your opinion. Okay. There are. Yeah, t- uh, Bob put a whole link this morning up uh, of the top antennas that you can s- select. 
that they're that they're the most po- popular for, according to CNET. So you can actually review that article. But if you like the Mohu and it worked well for you, there's no reason you couldn't just get the same thing you're used to if you like the signal. Did you have any issues with it? Uh, occasionally we lose and it, everything would start to pixelate a bit, and that's, yeah. and that's why I think it's dying. Um, oh, sure. Just because we get the pixelization more often now, uh, and it starts dropping channels, and we have to we do the research and search for new channels again, and sometimes we get them back, and sometimes we don't. Now spring is coming, and the leaves are going to start coming out. So if you get <laughs> your uh, antenna up higher, you may uh, find because if you it's the antenna is line of sight. So if okay. you're if you're obstructed, if you have a lot of leaves, if it's down low, you're not going to get as good a signal as if you could get it up nice and high. Yeah, because currently we actually have it inside the house in the upper attic, um, just like the crawl space attic is where we have it currently. Okay. All right. Well, again, you get the you're going through the walls then. Yeah, okay. If you have, so it would probably be better outside. It would definitely would be better outside if you're looking to make an improvement. It's all a matter of if you want to mount something on your house these days. Yeah, it's going to have okay. a lot to do with your geographical topology. Um, I know the guys. Okay. I think in Perfect Vision and Sound in Avon uh, might help you with mounting antennas or dealing with antennas if you want to give Bob Serio a call over there uh, in Avon. He might give you some more specific advice. Um, awesome. But uh, any okay. anyone that's out there, we get the link up here for you for the other antennas, so you can take a look at that too, Cindy. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much, gentlemen. You're welcome. Bob Serial. Have a safe day. To, okay, you great. Too. Right, Stay bye-bye. healthy. You too. Bob Serial can bye. definitely get fine-tune your uh, outdoor antenna. If anybody's good at it, he's probably one of the best. I would definitely agree. All right, before we step up for a quick break, we've got two lines open, I think, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Just want to bring up this quick article. Thousands of computers that were mining fake money. <laughs> Remember the fake money out there? called? Uh, I think it's, what was it called, Ethereum or something like that? I don't know. They're mining cryptocurrency, have been now switched over to dealing with um, uh, this coronavirus thing. And uh, they've got a, a site called Folding at Home. And it's very much like SETI. Remember SETI, Bob? Yes. We haven't found any extraterrestrials yet. But way back when we first started the, our Computer Talk with Tab show, there was a program called SETI where you'd take your, your uh, screensaver time, and while your computer was in screensaver mode, it would process audio files sent down from the SETI folks to see if we can hear for any kind of regular transmissions that might indicate extraterrestrial life. Well, there's a similar technology out there for trying to figure out how to deal with this uh, coronavirus, and um, it's called Folding at Home. And if you'd like to participate, um, like the uh, sorry, the Ethereum cryptocurrency miners uh, are starting to participate, you go ahead and get on this, uh, this uh, Folding at Home site, and you can actually have your computer start processing the information or help process the information to find a solution to this coronavirus problem. And uh, adding more CPUs to this might shorten our, our scenario. Who knows? But it is an interesting approach, and it's something that's been out there distributed computing for a long time. Uh, we haven't found any extraterrestrials yet, but maybe we can find a solution to this issue, problem, this thing, as it were. We'll step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back.
And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. And uh, we've got a full board. Thank you guys for joining us on this rather odd Saturday morning. The new normal for now. Uh, hopefully it's over quickly. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I don't know. Don't want to talk about my personal feelings about this scenario, but it's 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 getting tough to deal with. But let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Roger in Middletown next. Hey, Roger. Yeah, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. Uh, question. I have um, a router and a modem, and oftentimes I run a cable to the computer um, from the router. Yeah. But do I even need to use a router, or do you, can you run a cable from the modem directly? I mean, what's the purpose of the router? Is it just for a Wi-Fi signal? Ah, great question. Generally, the router is there to hand out an address, an IP address. It is the thing that offers all your devices on your network a specific address so that they are known when you communicate. So when your computer goes ahead and searches Google, right, you go to the Google website, Google then knows to send the information back to your machine rather than to your wife's computer. Without a router to route that data, literally that's why it's called a router, um, you wouldn't have a way to have multiple devices on your network. If it's just one thing on your network, that one laptop, mm -hmm. you could just plug it right into the modem and call it a day. Okay. That's what I wasn't sure of, yeah, if there was actually a purpose. And then the next question would be, can, can routers and modems get infected, and is there a way to check? I mean, if you have malware, uh, malware bytes for your computer, is there something that you do to check to see if they're not infected, or, or, or they just pass through and they don't get infected? Great question. So routers and modems are not quote-unquote infected, but their iOSs are uh, ridden with with bugs. These are they're they're poorly poorly just, uh, constructed, and have to be updated and patched. So a, a malicious actor is going to try to access your router using a vulnerability that's been known. So let's say your router is five years old, okay, and it's still running a five year old operating system, the operating system that runs the router to make it to make it operate as a router. Um, if a bad guy out there wants to access that router and he knows about how the, the vulnerability built into that five-year-old software can be leveraged, he then can access your network. So the way for you to prevent that from occurring is to always keep the firmware, that software that runs your router, up to date. And, and do you do that by via your computer logging into, say, Motorola and putting in your uh, brand of modem or router and checks for updates and see if something's needed or because oftentimes I'll unplug my stuff when I'm done with it. Hmm. Um, well, you're pretty safe when you do that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know if it was automatically updating every time it, it gets turned on or... O only if you set it. Go in. What's that? Only if you set it. So if you go into your router config, yep. Yep. Um, you should be able to go to the settings within your router, depending on how current it is, and check the box that says automatically update. Oh. So when new firmware updates come down from the manufacturer, your router will automatically install them. The modem is not necessarily that big a deal because your router is your is your uh, deadbolt between you and the outside world. So if you're keeping that up to date, the modem is not as critical, although it does have firmware. But if you bypass the router and just go straight straight to the modem, is then that yep. exposing yourself more? It is, and again, I think that's a, not a good idea. You want a nice physical firewall between you and the Internet, and that's what that router does for you. Okay, okay. Much safer that way. All right, so just like a computer set it for check for auto updates. Uh, yep, yep, and you can't do anything about the manufacturer doing a bad job at writing firmware. And if you look in the news like we do constantly in our business, router issues are constant with uh, 
poorly written software vulnerabilities that are built in that you just have to wait for them to fix because you can't turn everything off. It'd be crazy to turn all your routers off, wouldn't it? Wait, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Maybe that is how we operate these days. Um, who knows? But updating it is the way to go. Uh, one quick thing. I think it was you that might have said that you prefer to use a cable oftentimes. Um, yep. Possible. Um, but a lot of these laptops that I, I noticed seem to come out, they don't have an Ethernet port. Is that correct? Um, no, they should. Many of them will have a way to connect an Ethernet port, whether it be a USB to Ethernet adapter, right? Oh, okay. Or they'll have an Ethernet port built in. Uh, wired always works. Yes. Generally, always, unless you get a bad wiring job. Unless you had somebody wire your house that didn't know what they're doing, then you can have a poor, poor result. But if they did it the right way, it always works. Okay. Good to know. All right, oh, Roger. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. Take care. You too. Bye. All right. Well, wouldn't that be crazy, Bob, if we turned all the routers off, if we determined they had some sort of vulnerability? What could happen if we did that? No. Would that bring the entire world down? Nobody could communicate over the Internet. Right. Hmm. We'd, how. we'd be we'd be going back to like 1980. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't that the approach we're using? I won't go there. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, Bill in West Hartford next. You there, Bill? Hi. Hey, what's up? Uh, well, I just had a quick question. Um, I have an old computer. It's about six years old, and um, it has Windows Seven on it. I haven't been using Windows Seven for browsing. Um, but I do have some other files I use it for. But I noticed uh, I got a pop-up that said I had a Windows update, which seemed a bit bizarre to me. <laughs> and uh, I said, gee. Uh, and I looked, I guess last month I had gotten one in February, yeah. mm -hmm. and it, uh, I did click on it then. It said Windows Malicious Software Removal Tool X64. Right. And going back, I know once a month they were sending those back then. So I'm wondering, is this still legit? Yes. So what does that do? So Microsoft has told you that Windows 7 is no longer being supported with updates of the operating system. Right. Yet they are being nice enough to operate, uh, upgrade the Windows Defender uh -huh. software that's built in, which is that malicious virus tool, a malicious software tool. So you can be rest assured that even if Microsoft has a hole in their operating system, the malware software is being updated. I see. <laughs> the free stuff that came with it, which we wouldn't recommend you run. Yeah. I'm sorry, you would recommend? Or wouldn't. Would it's not. like the Fox Garden Hen House, right? If they can't write the software itself to not be, have malicious problems, why would you trust the software, that, the malicious tool within it, to protect itself? Okay. You know, so, a third party, a different layer is usually a better way to go. Uh-huh. Okay, so I should not click on this uh, update. Well, you can let it run. It doesn't matter. It's not going to harm you. But you should have your own tool, like a web root or a malware bytes. Well, available. I have malware bytes, but as I say, I don't really use this anymore. I'm, I have a new computer with Windows 10, which I'm using. Okay. Ha have you noticed? Has there been an up uh, uptick in uh, malicious stuff since they stopped the support? Not yet. Uh -huh. uh, not not yet, but eventually there will be. Okay, very interesting. All right, thank you very much. You got it, Bill. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, the issue with Windows 7 and, and the fact that it's not being updated is that uh, Microsoft's, obviously, there's issues with the operating system that we're not aware of. The bad guys are still poking at it, trying to figure out where the vulnerability is, and they'll keep poking at it as long as there's a good percentage of Windows 7 still out there. Do we have any percentage numbers, Bob, that you know of? Well, let me check. 
I mean, it could be a good chunk that are, there's probably still a good chunk that are out there. So if you've got 30% still that are running Windows 7, 40%, the bad guys are out there spending time trying to figure out how they can get at that software. And Microsoft said, hey, we're not going to patch it. Now, they've said this before and uh, have a, have patched egregious holes. So XP was patched many years after it was found, vulnerabilities were found within it that could cause massive problems to all the folks that still ran XP years after it was retired. I would not be surprised if Microsoft doesn't do the same thing for Windows 7. Um, they've even extended support for older versions of Windows 10 due to this coronavirus. They've said, hey guys, out of the kindness of our hearts, we're going to change the arbitrary date of the of supporting an old version of Windows 10, I think it's 17 something, to a to a date sometime in uh, a year from now. I mean, it's all arbitrary. Um, they could do this at the drop of a hat. They could say, "Hey, the version you're running is no longer supported because a committee of folks at Microsoft said so." Um, so, same thing with Windows 7. Even though they're not updating it, if there's a big egregious hole they find out there, I could easily find them sending an update due to the quantity of operating systems that are out there. Do you find any numbers, Bob? Yeah, it's uh, slow loading. <laughs> Very slow. At this site you're on? It's coming. All right, well, we'll, we'll get that quant, that percentage when uh, we get back from our break. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Everything we've talked about has been posted live by Mike G over at computertalkwithtab.com, the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you follow us on Facebook... And you'll like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook. It'll go into your news feed. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock taking your computer calls, comments, questions, and concerns. Just driving in here to the hermetically sealed Tab Computer Systems uh, studio here in East Hartford. Just driving in. Something's going crazy with you folks on the highway. The highway was empty, practically. I'm doing the speed limit, you know, 65, 69. On a, you know, right there, it's speed limit, no problem. I have people passing me on the right, easily doing 90 miles an hour. What is the hurry? What are you doing? Relax. Calm it down. Please. There's nobody in the highway. There's no reason for you to be speeding down there at 90, 95 miles an hour. I hope that ticket is worth it. Um, but just I digress. Let's get to your calls. You're nice enough to join us. We're going to go to John in Woodbury next. Hey, John, you there? Yes, I am. What can we do How for you, you, sir? Good. Okay. How are you? I'm trying to set up uh, open DNS nice. on a, uh, a uh, Chromebook I just got. And I'm a custom name servers. Yeah. And I, I've got open DNS on my regular computer. Or I'll set it up. I'm custom name servers. Now, I've got four spaces here. And I don't know which ones to put which numbers in. They don't give you any labels? There's no IP information for DNS? It's called well, custom name servers. It doesn't say I've got no place to add uh, open DNSs, but yeah. I do have uh, custom name servers. I checked that, 
and now I just have four slots to put in numbers, and I'm not sure which numbers go in which slots. Yeah, let me take a pick a peek here for you. You found something, Bob? Yeah, I got a link there for you. All for right. So what's he got to do? Open uh, Google Chrome. Navigate to Chrome flags in your address bar, Omnibox. Find the flag you see below. They have actually a picture of it. Yep. And uh, select the option that appears in the bottom of your screen to restart your device. Yeah. So custom. You're exactly okay. in the right space in the okay, custom name I, server. When I, when I did that. I didn't have the option of doing what they said, so it said skip to, pay, to uh, number three. But you're at the custom name servers area, right? Yeah, I, I didn't have that. And it says for the experimental static IP configuration. Okay. Enable static may not work. Disable it. So it says go to step number three. Okay. The menu button in the upper right-hand corner, and yeah, yeah. And then you go to settings, and then you go to your internet connection, your custom name servers. Yep. And I'm down at the bottom there, and there's two boxes on one line, two boxes on the second line. Right. And I have four boxes, uh, one on top of each other. Well, in there, in the custom name servers, if that's how they're they're identified. You want to put the open DNS IPs in there. It's not going to harm if, if it doesn't work. Um, but I would put the open DNS IPs in there. Bob, do you know them off the top of your head? Yeah, it's uh, right well, on they're, the page. They're, I got them here on the screen. Okay, good. So try that. I mean, that's where you're supposed to put them. And uh, it should work for you. It, um... You don't need your IP address for your Chromebook. That can still be something you obtain from your router, but the DNS servers you should be able to set. Okay, so... Uh, you want to you list... 208.67.222.222. Look at you. Yeah, that's one of them. Okay. And the other one okay, is, so now I got to, okay, go to the second line. Now it's ticking. Yeah. 208.67.220.220. And then I just repeat those on the third and fourth line. Uh, there is a third, there is a third open DNS IP you could use. Well, actually, the third, the uh, other two boxes are the same. Okay. You, you so duplicate I, it? Yeah. Okay, so I just put, put them both in twice. Correct. Okay. All right, go I'll, for it. I'll, I'll do that. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Have a good time. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's go on to Irving in Windsor. What's going on, Irving? Irving, you there? Uh, yep, I'm here. What can we do for you, sir? Um, I was wondering, TV antennas, Um, I'm thinking about putting one in my man cave, but I was listening to you guys talk about reception, and um, you had to point the antenna in the direction where the reception is coming from. Right. Um, and I was wondering if you have multiple antennas, like splice them together or something, and point them like north, south, east, and west. If you had a 60-mile antenna mm. and you hook like um, three more up to it, now you got four, um, would, would it decrease it? I don't know. Well, tying them together, it, you may you may get that to work, but uh, it might be a cheaper solution to get the old-fashioned antenna rotor. 
So they have these antenna rotors that you can use that will turn it in then, you know, based on uh, a direction. Right, and you'd still run it all the way down to your man cave. You'd run the antenna wire down to your man cave. Yeah, because I don't mind sticking something outside near the chimney, but I just didn't want to, when I turn the TV on, like to get, just say, like to get channel 8, got to have antenna pointing that way. I was just going to have one on each end of the house, like the simple ones, if that would work. Or it would might, it take um, some some um, reception away from it or not? It might work. So the thing, we put a link up to some of the best TV antennas according to CNET that you can go ahead and re- take a look at that on our website. Okay. I guess my, my recommendation would be to try it, right? These are not yeah. very expensive items. They're not, you know, you can do them for like 20 bucks or something like that. Yeah. And you could find that your reception's okay. You know, you might only need a few channels that you want in the man cave. Um, uh, yeah. But, okay. uh See if it works. If you know before you start spending all sorts of time and energy mounting things on your roof, okay. um, start. That's what I would do. I have no idea if splicing them together works. I've punted the whole idea, and I do everything through streaming. So I use YouTube okay. TV. Um, yeah. I'm very happy with that. Okay, I'll try that. Yeah, if you yeah. if you if you do some streaming, you'll you're all done. Your man cave is now set to go. Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean, I, all my stuff. You know, I got everything from like Hulu, Amazon, YouTube, and all that, and um. You do Netflix. Oh yeah, Netflix. But I, I like. I still want just local channels, like not just in this area, but as far as I could get. Um, but I want to make sure I don't have to point the antenna. But it's Massachusetts. I don't have to turn the antenna that way. Well, you. So eight. if you've got all those streaming, do you, do you have YouTube TV or just YouTube? Um, just regular YouTube. Okay, so you may want to punt one of them. Yeah. Um, like one of your things, and try YouTube TV. There's over seventy channels. All your local stations. Okay, yeah, I might have to try that then. Yeah, I think you'd like yeah. like that better, um, okay. especially for the man. You might have to get it through committee. I think it's forty nine dollars a month, but okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> At least you got the man that. cave going. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's almost done. Nice. What do you got in yeah. there? Um, so far I got bamboo floors. Um, a lot of artwork that's like you know geared towards men. Um, and uh, I thought you were to go it. there because the way that sounded. So is it like pictures of men or is oh, it no, sports? No, 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 no. Like, like like, no, no, no. Stuff that men would like. Oh, oh, you know, okay. Things like that. Like, um, <laughs> you remember the old fashioned, um, the dogs playing pool. Oh, like yeah. That? Uh, the yeah. classic stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. Just all types of stuff that, you know, my wife don't like because it's too many. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Anything to it's keep nice. the wife out of the man cave oh, is what oh, you've yeah. got on the walls. Oh, yeah, definitely. There dogs you go. playing you know? poker. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so nice, you know, it's, it's almost done. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, my pleasure, sir. Good luck. Okay, take care. Bye. All right, you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, I got my man cave set up. So my kids, we 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 um, redid the basement a long time ago when the kids were little, and we were able to throw them down there, and they had their friends over, and it was manageable. The noise was manageable, and now they're all moved out, and they're all grown, and they don't use the basement anymore. So now it's my man cave, my poker room. Oh, there you go. But you can't have more than ten players these days. Well. <laughs> How many can you fit around the table? Oh, I can fit 10. Uh, <laughs> but due to the current situation, we're going to pass for now. So you can't take more than nine people's money. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Or give more than nine people your money. Right. We can run out and get a gallon of milk today. We can get a gallon of... Oh, that wouldn't uh, be money. That would be toothpicks, wouldn't it? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, when they play with toothpicks. <laughs> gallon of milk, gallon of vodka, but you can't pick up a gallon of paint. Let's go back to your calls. We're going to go to uh, John in West Hartford. What do you got, John? Uh, good morning. Good morning. Um, I wanted to bother you with a couple virus-related questions that I think may be linked. 
No bother. Are you kidding me? This is what we're here for. Are you there? Oh, what happened to him? Matt, did you just pot him down? Matt, did we lose, did we lose John? I don't hear it. Hmm. Matt went away. John, call back. I'm not sure what happened. I have no power over here in the hermetically sealed. <laughs> so somehow we lost John. Call back. I'm not sure what happened there. While we're waiting for your calls, we'll step out for a quick break. We have Rich in Plainville on the line, and a couple lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We're here at your 11 o'clock. This is Computer Talk. You're in lovely East Hartford in the uh, Tab Computer Systems radio booth. We'll be back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Let's get right to your calls before the top of the hour. And Dr. Lessie comes in. I'm sure he's in his green room, wherever that might be, uh, to be get ready for his program, uh, Healthy Rounds. And I'm sure he'll be talking about this uh, disaster that we're dealing with with uh, COVID-19. Let's go to uh, Rich in Plainville first. What's going on, Rich? Hey, how are you guys? I love your show. Uh, first time calling in. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, while I was waiting, I came up with a third quick question, if it's okay. But I'll uh, I'll go with the first two. Okay. Uh, I recently okay. brought bought a uh, laptop, and I did not want to pay for the Microsoft Office. I mm-hmm. found out I could download Libra. Yeah. Uh, for no cost. Uh, mm-hmm. It seems to be everything I need. Um, any long-term problems with that? Is it no? Um, okay. No infections ever found or. No, no. That's been a great open source. It's an open source. Uh, it's an open source, uh, des- you know, not desktop, applications uh, suite, if you will. Right. But uh, the only problem that I found with the uh, open source software is it doesn't work well with, like, your pointers. So if you use PowerPoint, you have no. a little uh, clicker that makes it advance or go back and stuff like that. And I found that with the uh, open uh, source software, that doesn't work. Okay. There gen- no generally, reason. yeah, I don't need that. So I just use maybe some very simple uh, gr- uh, Excel or uh, graphs or sheets and yep. composing some letters. Um, next question: um, I have a desktop that is dead. It's uh, I still have the tower in the hard drive. I've got a lot of pictures that are still in it. I don't know how to get out of my late wife. What oh, okay. can I do? It's pretty easy. If the hard drive's not dead, just take it out of the computer. Right. Take and it, actually unscrew it and pull it out. Unscrew it, pull it out, and then go to the Berlin yeah. Turnpike cables and connectors, or you can go online. Oh. But if you want to shop local, yeah. yeah, if you want to shop local, which you should, uh, yeah. go to cables and connectors whenever they're allowed to open, which I got a feeling they're not open now. Uh, right. And you'll get a uh, an adapter. And you'll get a USB okay. adapter that'll give your hard drive power, um, and you'll be able to plug it into a working computer, and then you can copy those pictures uh, to your working oh, computer. Oh, really? You oh should be able gosh. to, as long as the hard drive's not failed. No, uh, it's just probably, it, the problem was trying to get into it. Uh, something crashed, and it was preventing me from opening certain programs. Okay. Uh, and I, it had, after 12 years old, I said, you know what, I think it's time. Yeah. Um, and plus, it was an i3. It didn't have a lot of power. I might have overloaded it with Windows 10 and yep. a bunch of other stuff. Okay. So, um, so that's good. So just take it out, get a USB to that, yep. and then the other end put in my laptop. 
in any USB port? Correct, and then it'll be as an external hard drive, and then you'll be able to and copy your data. Will, will power it. That cord will power it up also. It should. Yeah, you need the adapter from the folks at Cables and Connectors that'll do both power and uh, data. Okay. Tell them what I'm going to do. They'll hook me up. Oh, they will. They're very good. Good. I know where that place is. I go by it all the time, and uh, I've never been in it. All right, and the next question um, is on uh, some of these um, anti, uh, what do you call it, uh, software or malware protectors, uh, those sites that are uh, out there for free software you could download, um, mm-hmm. which one do you think is the best, and is it even worth it? Well, Malwarebytes is the software we recommend the most, and it does offer a free version. Just pay attention to what you're downloading and how you download it. Eventually, it will start nagging you to buy it. But Malwarebytes has been a good recommendation when you have malware. Uh, If you don't have any malware, then I would just recommend a good professional antivirus program called Webroot. You should pay for that. Webroot. uh, Webroot, yep. And it'll it'll protect your machine, and you do pay for it, but you pay for what you, you get what you pay for, right? So yeah, if you have a, so a free, the free ones are just yep. Yeah. And the free ones are from the third world. You know, you're dealing they with are? a lot of them are. Oh. Well, you know, they're from uh, former Eastern Bloc countries, yeah, the Czech Republic, uh, yeah. Russia. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't recommend using those tools, no matter how free they are. No, I meant the free ones from the major companies like Kaspersky. What is it? Kaspersky is um, Russian. It is Russian. And that is, okay, so that's where, all right. I mean, if you don't have any problem with Putin looking at your pictures. No, I do. Um, <laughs> then, you know what? I'm going to just spend the money uh, spend and, the money. and get a, a decent web route. Then it doesn't have anything on it now. It's it's new. All right, so well, I want to keep it protected. All right, configure OpenDNS and get web route, and you'll be in good shape. Thank you very much. Again, You're welcome, I love sir. your show. You guys are so knowledgeable. We do our best. We don't know everything, though. Thank you, though, for calling. <laughs> All right. Have All right. a good Saturday. You too. And remember, stock up on toilet paper. <laughs> we have an article. A, we have a utility a for that. Casserole. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. So, Bob, you had an article you want to bring up how to calculate how long your toilet paper supply will last. Now, if you've got kids, I, I think all bets are off because, man, you never know what they're going to. Yeah. They go through it like crazy. So this is a CNET article. Or if you got a dog, my dog will actually grab the end of the toilet paper roll and run across the house and stream it down the hallway. Well, that throws the calculations all off. Completely. I mean, <laughs> he's got a weird toilet paper fetish that we can't figure out. Well, our cat likes to unroll it, so we keep the bathroom door closed. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the way to take care of it. But it's inevitable. A kid leaves it open, dog says it, sees it, and runs down the hallway. But what's the article? So this is a CNET article. Handy uh, coronavirus toilet paper calculator helps yep. you measure your supply. <laughs> Find out how many days of worth of t- uh, toilet paper rolls you have left with this online tool. Aye, aye, aye. So uh, with store shelves and online retailers currently running low on toilet paper or out of it completely due to panic shopping and supply yeah. hoarders, people might be wondering how long their stash of TP will last. <laughs> Thankfully, the online coronavirus toilet paper calculator is here to help us all gauge our and ration our supply. Just tell the calculator how many rolls you have how and how many, many toilet visits you make per day. <laughs> and how many heinies, right? <laughs> and it determines how many days worth of toilet paper you have. 
during the coronavirus. You know what? If anybody uses that tool, you, you should just, just, just shake your head. Don't even bother with that. Well, you know, it tells you what size it's you crazy. put in, what size roll of toilet paper. You got to put in the age of the kids. How many sheets per roll? Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. There's no way that thing can calculate toilet paper usage in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it can. It's uh, mathematical. Yeah, okay. Wasn't there, like, wasn't it Cheryl Crow who said you had to only use one square? I remember her talking about one square. Well, my dad said that when they were in the military during World War II, they were limited to one square, and he would explain how that was. Done. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't even want to know. So, uh, all right. Well, that's the, we'll, we'll put that link up there for you if you really want to use that utility. Well, can I mention the yeah. companion one? A companion one? Yeah. That's just as silly? Yeah, stop hoarding toilet paper. Make your own bidet, starting at twenty bucks. Make your own bidet. Well, you if you can. well, that's what they use in most of the rest of the world. Sure, you know, we're here in America. We still use TP. Yeah, gotcha. Well, we'll put a link up there for that as well. I want to thank you guys on this rather odd approach to computer talk with Tab. Our first time broadcasting from our hermetically sealed radio uh, studio here in lovely East Hartford, Connecticut. Thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. And uh, without you guys, we'd just be talking about our kids. I want to thank Matt for producing. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's all there for you. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, everything we talked about will get into your news feed. Stick around. Dr. Alessi's up next with Healthy Rounds. I'm sure he's got a lot, of more, a lot more great information on this situation that we're all dealing with. So uh, feel free to keep that going all day today. And I think... I think we've got Will coming in, too, uh, this afternoon. Uh, So stick around, WTIC. See you next week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.